0: chapter twenty two of the house of mystery by richard marsh this librivox recording is in the public domain the cat in a corner the mere utterance of the name bianchi seemed to have on mr lazarus quite a singular effect as if someone had struck him a severe and unexpected blow which had disturbed both his mental and physical equilibrium compressing himself within the smallest possible compass hugging the wall as closely as he could he looked about him furtively as if he were afraid then turning relinquishing apparently his intention of quitting the building he hastened up the stairs again going up much faster than he had come down taking three or four steps in a stride with a display of agility which to say the least was striking about half way up he paused and leaning over the banisters looked down into the depths below with a look upon his face of panic terror he waited for some seconds listening watching not even seeming to breathe then continued to ascend even quicker than before such was his agitation that when he reached the door of his own apartment he could not recall in which pocket he had put the key he fumbled first in one and then the other in vain cursing the while beneath his breath curse the key where did i put it i cannot think where i put it he bit his fingernails his thoughts traveling to another theme it was bianchi yes not a doubt and The other girl who slapped my face and there were others what are they doing here was it an accident or have they cursed the key even as he cursed he found it with a shaking hand he put it in the lock the door was open he passed within on the very threshold a thought occurred to him which occasioned him apparently no slight discomfort i remember i remember my stars what a what idiot i am there came a volley of oaths i told bianchi the address myself i gave it him with my own lips i said to him lend me ten pounds he said he had not the money just at hand but he would send it i said send it to me at wellington mansions where i have taken an apartment my stars to think i should have forgotten that i should have brought her here that i should have put myself in such a trap he hurriedly closed the door locking it inside repocketing the key each instant his agitation increased as the thoughts came hammering at his brain he clutched the loose skin of his long skinny throat with his cruel hand twisting it this way and that as if it had been india rubber it is all over with me after all these years i feel i know it and it is to my own incredible stupidity that i owe the finishing the game is up my course is run my last bolt is sped just at the moment when i thought i had made the greatest coup of my life my stars he looked round the room his glance falling on the unconscious girl who still sat perched like a limp lay figure on her backless chair as he realized her presence a change came over his countenance which was almost too horrible to contemplate in that instant he crossed the border line which divides the insane from the sane the wild beast which was at the back of him came to the front the man was mad he grinned a mad man's grin it is for you it is for you i am in this hole it is all your fault all yours you dear little child you jade well they will get me but that is all they will get they will not get much of you that i promise them i will be even with them before they he chucked himself with a significant gesture under his chin what shall i do to you let me consider what shall i do to you that shall destroy you altogether and hurt them most shall i shall i a demoniac glare came on to his face the lust of a satyr after a moment or two however the expression faded giving place to one which was not very much more pleasant no there is not time i might be interrupted besides i can do better i will take it from you not only your innocence I will take your all you hussy he struck her smartly on either cheek why do you not rise when i come into the room you insolent animal stand up she stood up instantly the marks on her cheeks showing where his fingers had been he noticed them what is that upon your face how dare you have that redness on your face because i have the condescension just to touch you how dare you he struck her again three or four times in succession you see that is what you get for having a redness on your face and that is only the beginning attention look straight into my eyes for the last time in your life as the man's great yearning flaming eyes met hers seeming to threaten to draw them from their sockets by sheer force of repulsive attraction his continually increasing agitation at once affected her in a moment she was all of a twitch he regarded her as some hungry brute might the helpless victim which it proposes to presently devour she hanging on his glances in a spasm of expectant agony the muscles of his face began to work he opened his mouth raising his lips so that the yellow teeth were seen beneath each instant his appearance became more ogre-like when a convulsive shiver passed over him he withdrew his eyes from her face twisted his head round on his neck and listened what's that who is that upon the stairs have they come already my stars i must be quick or they will beat me at all points back went his face towards hers again he fixed on her his awful glare presently there recommenced that strange vibrative movement of his entire frame as if it were the natural and inevitable response to the enormous strain which he was plainly putting on all his nervous forces he gibbered to himself in a kind of frenzy quick quick come out of her life come out of her quick 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 it seemed as if in answer to his conjurations life did come out of her actually and literally so to speak grain by grain drop by drop he seemed by the exercise of some force which was either prehensile or suctional to be extracting the essence from her vital tissues that essence which gave them being so that while each second she appeared to shrink and shrivel and grow less he increased and swelled dominating her with a violence both muscular and mental which became more and more disproportionate to her own it was strange to see her swaying as he swayed her very finger tips keeping time with his in a sort of rhythmic echo the motion of every muscle in his body she imitated with marvelous fidelity only there was this difference that while his movements became more strenuous hers became perceptibly weaker and still more weak until the only thing of which she seemed capable was a continuous tremor it was then that he appeared to put forth his utmost strength to project his personality most completely into hers to draw from her the last remnants of her vital force it was then too that there commenced in her that backward downward movement which was so slow that the wonder grew as to what were the means which held her suspended in mid-air he bent over her forward as she went back so that as the distance between them at most three or four inches remained the same it seemed plain that it was from him the suspensive force must issue but what was its nature nothing went to show he finished as he had done in the course of what he had been pleased to call his little experiment by laying her on the floor stiff and stark like a corpse he stooping and gloating over her like some triumphant demon a casual intruder would have declared she was a corpse she had all the outward semblance he placed his hand upon her bosom his ear against her lips his fingers on her pulse the result was as he desired there is not a trace of respiration not a trace i have drawn the life all out of her into me i feel it in my veins oh yes i feel it it is good to have her life as well as mine it makes me feel young again and strong it would be well always to have a young girl pretty in good health from whom to draw a fresh stock of life he turned her over with his foot as if she were a log she is as good as dead and better no one will be able to put life back into her but me and i i shall not choose no i shall not choose i think not except on my own terms which will be high even should someone else be able to put life back in her it will not be her own life that i have it will be someone else's life what will she be like with someone else's life in her young veins bah, my stars what a jest it would be if they were to move heaven and earth to bring her back to life only to find her transformed into a sickly rotten creature without a voice how very funny it would be if at the very least she were to lose her voice how she would be happy with her dreams of god in that place in heaven which she knows so well but no one but me will be able to put back life into her no no one but me not at all try how they may of that i am sure what shall i do with her it would be inartistic to leave her here to hit them in the face directly they come into the room there would be lacking the dramatic elements of a search and the subsequent discovery looking round the room his glance reached the fireplace the box he went to the big wooden box lifting the lid no it will not do it is large but it is hardly large enough and then it is so full besides it is commonplace everybody hides the body in a box about the affair so far there has been that air of the uncommon which lends distinction it would be a pity to detract from the effect handling carelessly the contents of the chest he came on something which seemed to give him a notion it was a cold chisel a nice instrument of that ingenious manufacture which takes to pieces packing up when unscrewed into so convenient a compass that one may carry at a pinch the whole of it in one's coat pocket the separate links were contained in a canvas bag taking them out he fastened them together the idea is not so original as i would have desired but beggars cannot be choosers time presses and it must serve something seemed to catch his ear he glanced quickly towards the door again with that look of panic terror on the stairs no not yet they are longer than i expected i wonder why every respite is a little gained the chisel when all the parts were joined proved to be a serviceable tool some two feet long or more it resembled in fact one of those useful implements which have played and still do play so large a part in housebreaking and which two gentlemen of the burglarious profession are known as crowbars Holding it in his hand, he searched with his eyes the floor, and finally dragging aside the wooden box, he began to prise up one of the boards on which he had been standing, forcing the point of his tool into an interstice. He used it as a lever. In a surprisingly short space of time, so deft was his manipulation, the board was up. He repeated the process with a second adjoining board, and again with a third, then rolling the girl over and over with an evident appreciation of her unconsciousness of the indignity to which she was being subjected he brought her to where a chasm now yawned in the floor in you go and in she went between the joists amidst the rubble and the rubbish on to the rafters of the room below the fit was a tight one there was hardly room enough between two joists to admit the human female form divine with his clothes on but he managed. He crammed in portions with his hands and trampled in others with his feet and somehow made a job of it. Then he replaced the boards, not being over particular about hammering in the nails. And over all, he drew the wooden box back into its original position. Then he rubbed his hands together softly with the gratified feeling of a man who has done well. They will have to find her now oh yes they will have to find her this is more artistic altogether now she will not hit them in the eye as they come in and perhaps they will not find her at least for some time by which time she may be altogether dead who knows who cares what a voice was there what a voice well sometimes the world loses prematurely its greatest treasures and never knows what it has lost who knows who cares He moved to the window stepping gingerly as if he were afraid of being overheard turning the handle he drew open the door still with the same odd regard to quietude he waited for a second or two as if to discover if anyone had been disturbed as the silence remained unbroken he stole like some prowling beast of prey through the open window onto the balcony beyond crouching low as if anxious that as little of him should be seen as possible, there ascended to him the noises of the street. On the roof, not far above him, some sparrows twittered. A bugle was blown, apparently, in the barracks, close at hand. He seemed to take in all these things, and to be searching among them for one distinctive sound, which he failed to find. Then, cautiously, he stole closer to the balcony's edge the balcony was but a shallow one probably less than three feet wide so that he had not far to go in front was a railing not over high it was attached to the balcony by iron rods through these he peeped but they were not wide enough apart to enable him to thrust his head between so that he could not see what was directly underneath he hesitated then with the same queer carefulness raised his head till he was able to see over the rail beneath a four-wheeled cab was at the door some people were getting out of it hurriedly as if pressed for time he waited for an instant just long enough to enable him to catch a glimpse of what was going on below to see the people from the cab come hastily into the house then he returned into the room swiftly stealthily savagely he took up his position against the wall standing close to the door so that when it was opened it might act as a screen concealing him temporarily from the view of whoever entered there he remained as near to the wall as he could get fidgeting with his hands now rubbing them softly together now biting at his finger-nails grinning all the time and waiting steps were heard ascending the stairs and there were voices whose intonation was not friendly some one tried the handle of the door then rapped sharply at the panels then when there was no answer cried brusquely sternly open the door in there mr lazarus continued silent he ceased to bite his nails holding out his hands in the attitude of one who is about to clutch at something to himself he murmured that is not bianchi no that is not bianchi that is a stranger whom bianchi has brought with him You are sure this is the room occupied by the man Lazarus? It was the same voice which put the inquiry, the voice which replied, Lazarus recognized as the janitor's. That's his room, all right. Leastways the name he gave me was Lazarus, and he's the man I've described to you. And you say that he's in here now? He must be, unless he's got up the chimney or out of the window it's about a quarter of an hour since i saw him running up the stairs and i heard him lock the door behind him it hasn't been opened since that i'm sure only a quarter of an hour ago to lazarus it seemed longer a lifetime had been packed within those fifteen minutes and so the janitor had seen him he had not seen the janitor where had he been the strange voice continued and the young lady is with him where else can she be He brought a young lady home with him, that, I'll swear, he took her into his room, and she hasn't left it since. A sharp-eyed man, that janitor, he had been cognizant of more than Lazarus supposed. The gentleman behind the door felt that he would like to say a few words to him, of a kind. There was a murmur of voices, not a friendly sound, one which suggested that several persons were without, who waxed impatient. There came another rapping, louder than the first. Open the door. We know you are in there. If you don't open, we shall break it down. Lazarus only hooked his fingers and stretched out his hungry hands another inch or two and grinned. He neither answered nor opened. So soon there came a fresh clamor at the panels, more exuberant than either of the others. Lazarus, Lazarus, you devil Lazarus, you think to keep us out you mistake we will get at you through a hundred doors this time the voice was known to the gentleman inside he recognized it with a sudden distention of his already exaggerated grin he began to fidget ferociously with his hands his fingers opening and shutting as if they itched that is bianchi that is my friend bianchi my dear good friend if you will promise to come in by yourself alone i will open the door at once then after a little while they can all come in, after a little while. But he did not say this aloud, or possibly the organist, flattered by the suggested compliment, might have availed himself of the kindly invitation. Clear the way, stand aside there, the voice which uttered the command, for it was a command, was the one which had been dominant throughout, and which sounded as if it were accustomed to giving orders and to being obeyed apparently the request was complied with for presently a heavy body came dashing against the door as if someone were hurling himself against it with all his force not much money had been spent on making the fastenings unduly strong the jim crack lock was plainly strained by the violence of the assault again and again and again there came the onrush of that vigorous frame the lock yielding more and more until the fourth time the door came open with a crash people came streaming in where is he inquired someone bianchi interposed sounding as if he were half beside himself with excitement i will find him by all the saints in heaven i will find him and he found him then and there before the words were fairly from his lips lazarus sprang from behind the door and seizing him with his hungry hands bore him aloft as if he were a child before the others had realized the presence of the occupier of the apartment or gained an inkling of his intention lazarus had dashed with his victim through the open window then too late they did rush after him with shouts and threats before they could reach him with the little man struggling fighting yelling held tightly in his arms he had sprung over the iron railing on to the stone pavement six stories down below a scream rang through the air cries of horror rose from the street those looking over the railing held their breath and all was still chapter twenty two